This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, and welcome to Homestale Radio. That's a bit of a strange start, wasn't it? That was a darker <laughs> start than normal. It was, it, I just wasn't entirely sure of myself. That's going to be the theme of the show. Uh, this is a Homestale Radio special show, uh, against my better judgment. And uh, my name is Chris Ambling, and uh, yeah, basically it is a, uh, a show where we will not be talking about football. We're going to play a bit of music. That opening track was chosen by one of our team, who I shall introduce momentarily. Uh, yeah, play a bit of music, chat, and there's a quiz at the end, which is, yeah, it's always death, really, isn't it? Uh, so with me are Ben Nagel. Hello. Hello. And that was Ben's opening choice for music there. We may talk to him about it in a bit. We may not. And we've also got the terrible twosome of Joe Holyoke and Nick Gillard. Hello. When you say death, do you mean in the old hip-hop sense? or? I don't know, because I don't really understand the old hip-hop sense. As in definitive. All right, like most death. Yeah, most deaf, most oh, definite. Right. Okay. Is that is that what that's short for? His, his name is most definite. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's odd, isn't it? You simpleton. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> stars we mean to go so, on. Well, that song wait, that Ben wait. chose. All right, go on. It's an advert, isn't it? I thought that song's so shit. It reminds me of those horrible girly girly songs that are in those adverts. Like, I'm flary and I'm so lovely. Look at me, I'm, and I'm a little bit quirky as well. Oh, rubbish, absolute bloody rubbish. Ben, good start. Like, honestly, don't work for the NME. It's oh, a really good, really good start, Nick. Well done, mate. Could <laughs> clear, concise, put a good argument across. Liked it. Um, ben, I'm going to give you the right reply before I finish my actual introduction. Well, I think my presence tonight is sort of just sticking up for the younger generation. I'm sort of the, the young one. I'm going to play a bit of a, well, my other choices, sort of more recent. Because the music you're going to hear choice. from... Have you got two choices? Well, yeah, that one, that one wasn't really a choice. That was Mikey liked that one, so he played it at the start. Basically, my other choice is more recent. I feel like the, the music that gets played other than that is going to be sort of... You know, Good. and how old are we um, So anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> you do want to get, you you get in touch with us today and help us steer this absolute car crash. And you can contact us at holradio.net forward slash contact. Uh, if you contribute to any of the topics of discussion that we have, if you've got any views on the music choices or the, uh, you know, comments of the presenters, do get in touch. You can also tweet at holradio. There is a content and language warning here. Some of the content may be a Rubbish. dodgy. Yeah, rubbish, definitely, but also maybe a little bit uh, on the questionable <laughs> side. And definitely a language warning. Nick has sworn already he's drinking beer, he's out of control. Uh, he's a teacher <laughs> out of control, in fact. You can imagine a worse thing than a teacher being out of control. Um, anyway, so look, don't take this too seriously. We're certainly not. We're trying something here, and we hope it provides you with some entertainment. So, 
I want to. I'm going to kick us off with something. Um, I've asked you guys to think about it before the show. Uh, I you? don't think you probably haven't or haven't paid any attention. But it's just really: Have you ever embarrassed yourself in front of a, or offended a celebrity or you know a sportsman or something like that? And it kind of stems from the fact that um, I went to see the Ashes in Cardiff when they played their first test at Sophia Gardens in uh, 2009, and I got really, really drunk on, on the Thursday night before the Friday start. Um, and I was in a McDonald's in Cardiff, no surprise there. I chose a McDonald's, of course. Um, absolutely, you know, ruined out of my brain. And there was a, an Aussie girl at the front of the queue in front of me. And she was complaining about her McFlurry. So I, I heard her say something about there being nuts. Is that a euphemism? So, you, well, not yet. You're complaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I heard her complaining about there being nuts in it, so to speak. Uh, so I really loudly went, oh, no, mate, there's nuts in me, nut McFlurry, and started just, you know, doing lots of Australian impressions. And I turned around to see the Australian bowling attack of Nathan Horitz, Mitchell Johnson, Peter Siddle, and Ben Hilfenhaus directly <laughs> behind me. Uh, four of them, three of them were laughing hysterically at me. Hilfenhaus, who I would suggest was probably the partner of the girl in question, was not happy. But uh, it was it was really the self awareness there, and it's probably the most embarrassed I've ever been in front of uh, any people who are well known. Got any stories, lads? I have. Got it. I got uh, an ear roasting from Chrissy Hind. Is that a euphemism? No. <laughs> Absolute. Um, absolutely uh, ear roasted. I, uh, as some of you might know, before I was a teacher. I worked uh, in the music industry and there was a rehearsal studios opposite uh, where I worked. There's a whole road in, in Pentonville uh, of rehearsal studios and I went in John Henry's canteen and got a full English breakfast and she really had a go at me for having sausages. Told me that meat was murder. And um, yeah, yeah, she was, she, 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 every, and every time I saw her because the pretenders would rehearse in there, uh, pretty much all the time, I think they might have had their own studio. And um, every time I saw her, she just went, murderer. <laughs> it's only a sausage. I, could, I mean, that's, that's pretty harsh. Were you uh, someone who admired Chrissy Hind? Yeah, I like Chrissy Hind. I still do. Yeah, and I might whole... be pretending, though. Hey, that is your um, first Nick Gillard pun. Yes. Um, Danny H in the chat room uh, spilled a glass of Coke all over Ryan Giggs in a player's land at Old Trafford as a guest of Paul Ince. He's never been so proud in his life. True story. Well, I didn't doubt you at all, Danny. Didn't doubt you at all. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been tempted to, you know, whisper a couple of things to Mr. Ince, but yeah, okay. There's a there's a lot of stuff in the chat room about you liking cricket, and the people in the chat room are just imagining in their in their tiny little heads what it would be like to watch you bowl, Chris. I'm a I'm a magnificent fast bowler. Uh, I just unfortunately my knees can't quite take the uh, the punishment. So, um, yeah, you know, do you know, I played a little bit of cricket. I'm not too bad. It's, it's a good sport. It's an enjoyable sport, you know. I think but what I he was trying to say, listeners, is he needs to fast. <laughs> that is your second Nick Gillard pun. <laughs> keep, keep a count. Uh, what I didn't talk about earlier, because obviously we got immediately sidetracked, um, was we do have a competition running at the moment on the regular Homestay Radio show. Uh, it's called Nick Guess It. Um, we're giving away two tickets to the Man United game towards the end of the season. Uh, and basically, to do that, you've got to guess uh, all four of the voices in this clip. The best outstanding bookstores. I love it. So, uh, if you guess two of the voices, we will consider giving you a pair of tickets to the Southampton FA Cup game. Uh, this is uh, a competition that is going to run uh, as of Sunday, I believe. Uh, if you guess all four voices, uh, you will get a pair to both games. Uh, hmm, I don't really understand what that means. Uh, so, if you know who these are... <laughs> the best outstanding bookstores. I love it. Uh, the best outstanding bookstores. I love it. Please call the show on Sunday when the phone lines are open. So listen in then and see what you can do. Okay, that was good. We we got there in the end. Um, also, uh, actually, let's go back, Ben. You, I know you from your photos on Twitter and stuff like that. You tend to meet quite a lot of celebrities, although they're mostly Ed Sheeran. <laughs> uh, have you ever embarrassed yourself in front of Ed Sheeran? If the answer is no. I don't think you're quite as self-aware as you think you are. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I probably have, just sort of being a, a bit of a, a fanboy. As it were. I haven't met him for years, actually, but, um, yeah, I mean, a few years ago, it was, it was quite, quite regular when I uh, sort of stalked him around the country. Um, yeah. I, sure. I can't think of any particularly embarrassing things. I mean, because of the job I do, there's always sort of a few people around 
that are, are recognisable, but I can't think of any sort of major faux pas. Come back to me later, and I might have one. All right, great. Well, you know, don't don't push yourself, mate. I mean, I only <laughs> take live radio, isn't it? Gel, you must have met celebrities all over the place, and surely embarrassed yourself. I don't embarrass myself, do I? What a sensible fella, really. All right, um, who's the favourite celebrity you've ever met then? Ray Winston. Just oh. the, one of the most genuine, properly genuine people I've ever met. Really, really nice guy. And took a shine to me. Um, spent yeah, because all day you're, with him. Basic, you're basically the same person as him, that's what. <laughs> I, 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 was, um, I was taking the mickey out of him while he was uh, facing the BBC cameras during the World Cup in Germany, and he was doing his interviews to whoever, Gary Lineker, back in London. <clears throat> um, yeah, I was just taking the piss out of him from the side and uh, spent the rest of the day, yeah, it was in uh, in Cologne. Real real nice guy, gent. Um, but just getting on to um, Ed Sheeran, my son's out with him, I think, in the next couple of weeks, sometime in the next couple of weeks. Really? What do you mean he's out with him? He's getting out on the piss of him. Huh. My, um Can I go? <laughs> do you know what? This is. It, I have to try and follow this. So my daughter's boyfriend's cousin is his best mate. And follow it. So no, I, I I've got a daughter. Looking at my phone. And she's got a boyfriend, and his cousin is his best mate. <laughs> so yeah, but um, yeah, he missed out last last week on going out of him, um, and I think they're all going out in a couple of weeks' time. But he's quite looking forward to it. I'm I'm, I'm sure he likes him for his singing and everything else. You, you kids all seem to think he's quite cool, but um, you know, uh, he's, no, he's, yeah. he's, no, he's no Paul Weller. What's uh, Joe, what's all this about you crapping yourself in front of Judy Dench? <laughs> what? <laughs> right. According so to Danny H in the chat room, Joe shut himself in front of Judy Dench. Nah. Is that rubbish, that. is it? I was, yeah. I was He's laughing now. Danny's yeah, I was, laughing. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was expecting a pun behind that from you, Nick, but uh, it was actually just Danny. Fun, uh, funnily enough, Judy cool. Dench is probably the closest I get to embarrass myself in front of a celebrity. Oh, cool. um, when I was a little bit younger, she, she lives quite near me, and uh, I was at a, a fate, and I went up to her with the intention of saying something witty and interesting, and I, nothing came out of my mouth, and I just mm-hmm. stood in front of her, and then walked you, away. You surprised me, Ben. Someone had a phone that wasn't on silent there. Interesting. Was that a, was that a fate worse than death, Ben? Oh, wait, Don't a, understand the reference. You were a fate. Oh, right. All right, you've used the same word to make a pun. Okay, got it. <laughs> yep, got it. Yep. Oh, bloody hell. If you were any younger, Ben, you must have been a fetus. <laughs> uh, we did get a question yeah, from Ian. Yeah. Great. Well, oh, yeah, that's actually quite good. I'll give you that one, Joe. We've got a question in from Ian Lyons. You noticed, noted uh, that we weren't. You know he's my neighbour, don't you? I do. I'm you say it every show. Sit oh. 50 yards from him now. Look out your window, Lyons. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> honestly i'm gonna get i think mikey should knock up clips of how many times you tell him tell us he's your neighbor but um he said he's gutted he's gonna miss this i wouldn't worry about it mate um he says here's a topic for discussion is darts a sport his answer's no you like a bit of darts didn't you joe i do is it um, a sport though tough really tough um it's a pastime it's a hobby um do you remember that i've got to say no I've got to say no. I mean, no. If, it, if it is, you've got the build of a sportsman, which is good to say, isn't it? Do you remember that TV <laughs> station, live Why? TV? Go on. Uh, it was the Daily Mirror TV. They used to do topless darts, didn't they? <sighs> and the topless weather woman. Yes. Topless, topless tarts throwing darts, I think it was called or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Very PC then. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, the other, the other Lucy question. Lucy plays darts. That's right, she does. Yeah, but uh, you know, yeah, that is true. There's a lot of people uh, I know who play darts. It's, you know, it's an enjoyable thing to do. I'm rubbish at it because I can't see properly or judge depth. But you know, it's not funny. It's just a fact. Um, did, the other I, thing, I did win a competition in Spain once. Um, these stupid things that they make you going for, and uh, it was darts. And I, I won that. I won it, and they gave me a certificate after. And it, I read it when I got home, and it just said. Um, first place in darts, D A R D S. I got out of stairs somewhere, but I um yeah. I once won a disco dancing competition in Pontins. <laughs> that is so you had so, he had epilepsy. Is... And um, yeah, I won a bottle of martini. Won a bottle of martini. The funny thing was, I wasn't even staying at the holiday camp. I was staying in a B and B down the road. My me, me family were in the um were in the holiday camp, and my dad just invited me. And I went there for dinner and everything. 
<laughs> you go and just pretend you're at Ponty's son. <laughs> had three dinners, and uh, yeah, I had a perm then as well. <laughs> What's the one down at down at down the coast? Name name some. Co- oh, that already camp down the coast. Narrow it down a bit, Joe. No, no, no. Down the south coast. I'm banned for life for it. Um, me and my son. Oh, I can't remember what one it's called now, but anyway, a, a mate of mine chinned a bouncer down there, and we all got kicked out at seven o'clock in the morning, which wasn't very good because we had his seventy-five-year-old mum with us, and she was not too amused at getting thrown out at that time in the morning. I'm sure. Uh, Butlins Bogner. Yeah, that's it, Butlins. Yeah. Well done, Becky. Does Becky win anything for guessing that? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at the risk of this turning into Joe and Nick, remember stuff. <laughs> happened before i was born actually to be honest nick was that winning that competition was that in the 80s because if it was it's the most 80s thing ever i was with my ex-wife so it was post 1994 i'll put a date on it i won the disco dancing competition and i was dancing to um pump up the jam by technotronic oh wow wow well my Um, dad's my dad's win was pre-87 golly weren't with us in so but 86, that was. Darts. <laughs> the, uh, the, other, the other thing I've, I wanted to discuss and see if anyone else has got anything on this as well is um, just travelling stories, stories of like you know going away and what something ridiculous happening out there. And it all stems, that idea was really stems from a, an anecdote that Nick told us off air last week that would have been absolutely perfect for the show. It's brilliant. I still think because the listeners haven't heard it, you can tell it. I don't think Ben's heard it either. France. France. Many, many, many years ago, when I left school, I worked for this is like a <laughs> biography, isn't it? Um, I, I worked for Curry's, not Curry Motors, but Curry's are electric in Bracknell. And um, we went on an annual trip to Alton Towers on a coach trip, and we left at six o'clock in the morning. I was only about 17, 16, 17, and um, I had about 12 beers by nine o'clock. And the co- I, I really thought I was going to wet myself. Really, I've, I've never wanted a waz so much in my life. So anyway, the coach driver pulls up the side of the road. And the last thing I remember, he's standing there having a waz. And then the next thing I know, I'm looking up at the clouds. And I, I, I was so desperate that I passed out. And um, what I really wanted to know was who'd put me, uh, me little tinkle away. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't do me bad because um, I got known as Big Boy for the rest of my time at Curry's. Oh, you you didn't that say that. You said <laughs> you was known as Dinky Winky, you liar. <laughs> That's a horrible thing not to know, isn't it? Who who dressed you, shall we put it? <laughs> who yeah, put it back in your hand? Someone had the pleasure or, well, I say pleasure, but someone had that experience uh, in their lives. Magnificent world, and Nick. Um, I haven't really got too much. No, I can only really. Re- um, well, we'll come back to this. We'll come back to travelling towers after this. Let's hear. Let's hear my track. The Eagles Element news, views, and reviews on Crystal Palace. www.theeagleselement.com That was the Pixies, or Pixies to be more precise, with Debaser. Uh, that was my choice. Um, and really, I, I thought it'd be good. It's, it's, I love, absolutely love Pixies. I went to see them last year, even though Kim Deal's left. still think they're an absolutely quality band. Uh, seminal, sort of late 80s, early 90s band. Just really, uh, you know, I, I rediscovered them recently after, after going to the gig and just cannot get enough of them. But what I really thought is... Give me a chance to have a proper chat with Joel, really. Um, Joel, that, that track was inspired by the film Unshan and the Lou. Uh, it said that, that it uses dream logic in narrative flow that can be described in terms of, you know, then popular Freud, Freudian free association presenting a series of tenuously related scenes. Uh, do you consider that this reflects that the film itself is essentially the, uh, you know, it's looking at an examination of the psyche, trying to look at the images created within a dream? Sound like bollocks to me. <laughs> <laughs> that that was there, there. You not like um, that? No. No. no well, listen, no, listen. I, I, like I said to you before, you know, my my, I have a huge range of music. Um, and this, and we were asked for choices. Um, and and you wouldn't put my choices on. Um, that but, isn't true. But anyway. Oh well, I, well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping you've uh, you're going to play the the very first choice that I gave you. Um, but yeah, I, I um. <sighs> 
I'm, I'm shocked you like that. Really? It's yes. uh, yeah. Pixies are a great band. Oh, thank, thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Reformed, but the Pixies are a great band. Oh, mate, I, honestly, they reformed, and I, I feared the worst, but when I went to see them at Brixton, they were, they were just superb, honestly. They've still got all the, the old energy. And, yeah, how do you know what the old energy was like if you were about four when they were first YouTube! Oh, you can't... <laughs> yeah, right, okay. Yeah, well, I know, listen, I know your, your fear of all things modern technology, but that's honestly, not no... Their, that's not their best song, anyway. No, nah, you said, you said Alison, this about... Yeah, um, exactly. What's the phone number, Chris? I think people want to ring in from the chat room. Okay, uh, Becky's gosh. got a story of how she thought she was going to be shot on the beach in Sardinia. <laughs> Brilliant. It's, um, where is it? 0208 1234098. Is that That's it? Good memory. That is it. Oh, wicked. 0208 1234098. Um, yeah. and, um, I'm in the chat room, slash chat. Yeah, and if you do want to tweet us, abuse or otherwise, it's at HOL radio. Um, yeah, uh, in all seriousness, I did have that really long thing prepared just to try and annoy Joe, but he just went all silent and then destroyed me. Uh, but that film, that, that, that um, there's a, there's a, actually a thought from that that the um, that, that style, if you like, of, of film actually inspired the modern music video. Um, obviously, Ben's too young to remember when music videos first started sort of coming out, really. But um, so, I remember so it was out before Bohemian Rhapsody, was it? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that the, the, you know, the cutaway style that cuts from image to image, that sort of stuff. I'd say about, up until that point, the, the school of thought is that music videos were a little bit, you know, here's some people singing and, you know, here's some effects. But the actual sort of cutaway image, sort of almost surrealism of, of music, modern music videos was sort of created from that. Um, I think and I, I want to know about football, Christmas, and I really. want to know. Yeah, well, you could just talk over me. That'd be really, really nice. What I want to know is what is your favourite music video? Bloody hell. Oh, crikey. Like we need preparation for yeah, this. Yeah, these sort of things. I mean, radio shows it's, throw up on a bit of preparation. It's easy, isn't it? It's Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel for all of you, surely. Oh, that's shocking. No, because that was... that was <laughs> no. uh, that, the Sledgehammer got all the plaudits, but actually, um, and she was by Talking Head to use that technique, before Sledgehammer. Before, yeah, yeah, before Gabriel. So, um... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you know what, for me, one of my favourite ever videos, because it... Well, Thriller, for me because it was such an epic event before, during, and after. Um, yeah, I think Thriller for me, because it just represented so much stuff. I mean, the very, very, just going back to, you're talking about music videos, so, so MTV, do you know what the very first, not you, Gusset, do you know what the very first video played on MTV was, Chris? Oh, cool. Go on. I'm not sure, no, no, no. Buggles. Oh, what, a video killed the radio star? Yes. Oh, yeah. amazing. You know who was responsible for MTV? Uh, was it directly responsible for MTV? Ooh. Who? No, do you know who oh, was who? directly responsible? Who was? All oh, right, okay. Go on, no, I don't. Mickey Dolenz of the Monkees. Oh, really? There you Is go. Really? We're, we're learning. Yeah. We're learning. But you, you talk about early videos. We're, we're on Thursday night, and for me and Joe, Thursday night used to be either when you, were, when you were a little bit younger, it used to be the Bionic Man, or when you got a bit older, you, you, you watched Top of the Pops. Um, I remember me and my bigger sisters used to have terrible arguments about the Bionic Man and Top of the Pops. They wanted to watch Top of the Pops. I wanted to watch Bionic Man. And uh, I remember we got a, a little black and white portable telly that went in the dining room. And then we used to fight over who had to watch their program in black and white. But one of my earliest memories is uh, <laughs> seeing David Bowie doing Starman on Top of the Pops. Him and oh, yeah, uh, right. yeah, Nick Ronson, with their arms around each other. And my dad, it's really funny, you could, you could tell what era it was, because my dad would shout at various things on top of the pops. What the <laughs> bloody hell do they think they're wearing? It was David <laughs> Bowie, then it was Adam Mann, and then it was Boy George. I yeah, thought my yeah. dad was going to throw the telly through the window when Boy George was on. <laughs> I really <laughs> did. I I've got a good Boy George story as it goes. Uh, cool. I went out, okay, I went out many years ago, show. I went out with a very... I went out with a very nice, nice looking girl, but she was a redhead, and we all know about redheads. And um, split up with her, had a bit of a hard time. And uh, the job I got that evening was to do um, a show for London Fashion Week, uh, setting up the PA and stuff at the London Kensington Hotel. And I'd had a really, sh really shit two days. You know what blokes are like when they split up with women? They go one or two, two ways, didn't they? And I went the second way. And uh, that evening, I found myself dancing on stage with um, El McPherson while Boy George was singing Starman on acoustic guitar. That was what? one of the greatest moments of my life. That's an incredible story. Okay. Other than being on whole radio, of course. Of course, of course. Uh, ben, you, you've got a... Uh, we've got our, our... Evening. Evening, <laughs> indeed. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, come, we'll talk to you in a moment, you know. Um, 
But I want to get to Ben's uh, favourite video. Then I've got something I want to say about Thriller, actually. So. Cool, well, having claimed earlier that I was here to represent the young folk, my vi favourite video is actually one that's a bit older. Do you remember the Queen, I Want to Break Free video, where they were dressed up as women? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that, yeah. Incredible yeah, I remember that video. from the time. It is, it is an amazing video. Um, I, don't I watched a programme on Queen the other day. Yeah. yeah. I think it was on before Christmas. Um where it just counted down all their best songs and just talked about Freddie Mercury. And I didn't know, obviously everyone knows who Freddie Mercury is, but I didn't know sort of that much about him and sort of finding out loads more was, was pretty amazing. And yeah, that, that, that video was, was something else. Was that really. the one that showed a picture of him when he was about six or seven? No idea. I'm, sh I'm sure. I'm sure there was a program on him. He, he just had his railings. It looked like he could eat an apple. For oh yeah, box. huge, huge teeth. Yeah, massive. Yeah, over massive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, very amazing band, and obviously sold a huge amount of records. Nick, you've got a Queen story, but yeah, go on, tell it. It's a it's a Queen covers band story. There's a there's a, <laughs> a dodgy. I've got, I've got Queen story as well. They were a, they were a uh, Japanese Queen covers band called. Their, their name was spelled K-W-E-E-N. This right. is true. God's on his okay. truth. Um, okay. On Alan's life, um, this is the truth. Um, there's a the roadhouse in Covent Garden. It's a it's a one where all the tourists go. It's downstairs, and I worked with this Queen covers band for three nights, and I just had to hide because we had I want to Blake flee, and just just go through them. Or it sounds a bit politically incorrect, but that's what he was singing, and I just could not stop wetting myself for three nights solid. Every time he sang, it just got funnier and funnier and funnier. I never worked with him again. I don't know why. Got, got a couple of. Um favourite videos in from listeners, Mike Timms has said, uh, Barry Jagger dancing in the streets. Oh my God, do you remember that one? The clothes. The clothes. Uh, honestly, if, you, if you're feeling down at all, just YouTube it. Dancing in the street, Barry Jagger. It's it is both the worst and greatest music video of all time. That's a great choice, Mike. And uh, Paul at the Wild Sea has gone for either Prodigy, Smack My Bitch Up. Great video when you find out. The end. It's such a twist. Uh, and then uh, Street Spirit brackets fade out. Um, by Radiohead, which is another good video. It'll slow down and stuff. Do check these out on YouTube. It's well worth doing. Um, going back, you, you talked about Thriller as a, um, one of your favourite videos, Joe. And it is an incredible video watching it now. But do you know, it is the first and only video, or, well, anything I've watched on TV ever, to have actually given me a nightmare. <laughs> really? My first, me too. My first and only nightmare. And I think I put that down to be being very perceptive as a child of the dangers of Michael Jackson to, Jackson to young people. Because there's not actually anything particularly scary about it. Albert, you got scared. I, uh, big Mike, as we all were when we were sort of four or five years old, um, big Michael Jackson fan. Um, around a, a friend of my mum's house, she's like, Oh, you like Michael Jackson? I've got a Michael Jackson video we could put on. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking put Thriller on. <laughs> obviously had horrendous nightmares and I will be deadly honest I still can't watch it to this day oh, really, really? Was, no start, that first start. bit oh my yeah, yeah, god yeah yeah the first bit still does yeah it still does a little there's a little bit of a chill but literally nothing else scares me uh, because I it, it, I almost like because it's a film I can't it get feels so good to it. get this off but, my chest oh. do you know what Michael I'm, Jackson thing scared me more than Thriller go on when I got asked around for a sleepover. Yeah. Hey, well <laughs> Mike, there's a Chisel Earth death curse. Michael Jackson was going to move to Chisel Earth. And um, he died the week before. It's a big house somewhere. Joe, you probably know where it is. Yeah. Um, but where they have the ball. Chisel Earth ball. Yeah. And uh, there used to be a pub at the end of my road. It's turning into a co-op. Like all the pubs seem to be lately. And um, Bernard Manning did a comedy gig at this pub. <laughs> and he died the following the gig was on the Sunday he died the following Wednesday then about six weeks later Mike Reed did a gig at the pub died the following Wednesday Jim Davidson did a gig but unfortunately but oh, what was, he just what died was really, on stage yeah what was really freaky about the Michael Jackson thing was um, for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks they were going to have the Michael Jackson tribute bloke who'd been on some Sky talent show and he was quite well known but the day he was on that had been advertised for weeks was the day Michael Jackson died. Yeah, it was all a bit sinister around the time as well, though, wasn't it? Because um, a lot of people were suggesting that the, the, the double was going to be doing the concerts anyway and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, I want to move us on from this. Um, because Can I just think one story oh, about Chisworth, please? Just, yeah. just really quickly. Yeah, I yeah, go yeah. Fishing, let's go fishing in France with a friend of mine. Um, 
And uh, John Wright, his name is, and we called him Ferrari John, extremely rich guy that has owned loads of Ferraris. Anyway, when he was younger, um, some of the, you better see him on Facebook, he's put everything on there. Um, he, was a, 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 he had a Baines, um, and then after that, he became a roadie. Anyway, it was a, a, doing a gig in, uh, in the Chislers Caves and uh, back in the 70s. Anyway, there was, they were trying to do a sound check, and all they could hear was this massive guitar noise coming through and disturbing it or you know their area that they were trying to do their sound checking anyway the uh the, the boss of whoever he was working for come over to john and said john do me a favor go around the corner said, whoever's making that bloody racket can you tell them to shut up anyway he said he went around the corner and he said there was this guy with sort of uh big hair majorly fantastic on a guitar and he had to tell him to be quiet and it was Jimi hendrix no, no. I swear to God, yeah. If you no. have a look, if you have a look, honestly, yeah. go through my Facebook and you'll find a guy called John Wright. Right, he, he's he's got he's under a, a fishing thing on my Facebook, and and have a look, and he's got pictures of him when he was younger with his band and everything. And but anyway, he was yeah. that, that's his that's his most favourite story. No. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Loads of people um, played down in those caves, didn't they? Uh, I think Led Zeppelin played down there. Pink Floyd played down there. My sister's um, band played down there. Debbie and the Diamonds. They were supporting... Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, my sister, years and years ago, he used to live above oh. the Spinning Disc record shop in Alpington. Max Splodge from the Splodge Nessa Bounds. He of two pints of lager and a packet of crispers. She played support band. But even there, even, even before then, my mum used to go to a jazz club down at Chislow's Cave in the 50s. Well, They're not allowed to have gigs down there anymore, which is they, a shame. They, there you have it. Nick's mum used to go to a jazz club. It was important that we all got to the end, the end of that story. Um, look, I, I do need to move us on. I did notice uh, Becky got in touch to say that uh, the uh, break, oh, I want to break free Queen video, and she said, hands up all those who fancied Roger Taylor for a split second. Do you know it's based on Coronation Street? What? Oh, okay, is it? I can kind yeah, of see that. I, I was, Someone's I was been on Google. No, that was on that program that I watched. Oh, okay. Um, that program? About Queen. Oh, right, yes. On what, yeah, on what uh, Becky was saying, though, he was disturbing as a, as a, as a woman. That's all I'm going to say on the matter. I was very young, and, you know, obviously, I may not have realised immediately that he was a man and Roger Taylor. That's all I'm saying. What you could I, do I, when you were younger, Chris, actually, you remember, Joe will remember this, and maybe uh, Matthew will, but do you remember you used to have to cue your telly, sort of, by turning... Yeah. Turning the dial, oh, but no, if not you dial, tuned but... it, so you got a bit of static, which is actually radiation from the big. I've only just turned thirty. I'd like to point out. Yeah, and um, and um, if you just slightly untune the telly, Roger Taylor looks all right. Yeah, all right. Thanks for that. It's a bit um, like this radio show. If you just slightly tweak the frequency, it's yeah, so, so you're on another one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Something else um, about telly. This is completely no, random. No, Something please. told me. No, they, uh, when I was a lot younger, <laughs> you know that static you used to get? <laughs> My mate sat up all night <laughs> doing this. He, he'd taken some acid one night. And he, somebody <laughs> told him that if you got some tin foil and cut lots and lots and lots of holes in it and just stuck it on your telly screen and untuned it, you'd see ghosts. And he'd be there watching ghosts all night long. What the bloody hell's that about? You're right, Nick. You were right to... to shout over me and continue that story <laughs> uh, next up we've got a track from Joe. Joe, do you want to introduce it or do you want to talk about it after talk about it after right here we go hashtag Jill knows
No. So oh, oh, something's gone wrong with that. There. No. Um, I that's, can't believe that. That's mean. No, that was you uh, fascist. I can't that's believe that. Fascist. That was that was unfortunate. That's bollocks, Mikey. Bloody well. vinyl. Hey, <laughs> it's worth it for that joke. Come on. Um, so, Joe, what was what was the song? Tell us why you chose it. Um, well, it was Tyler by UB40. It's just a just an epic tune from 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 my youth. Um, okay, who was Tyler in the song? Do you know? I do, but I, I just I'll have to try and. Do you mean the Wikipedia it now? I can do no, the Wikipedia it now. No, Are you sure? No, no, you don't have to. I mean, it's just it's just an epic tune. You, you don't have to dismantle every single song you hear. That's the thing. You just got to appreciate appreciate the tune. That's what you need oh. to do. Sometimes yeah, you have true. to appreciate the words. You're supposed to appreciate the tunes and the harmonies. I think. Um, I mean, for, for me, UB40 were the, the best um, the, the best band in the the genre of reggae, um, which was ginger reggae. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know of another band who was who got anywhere close to it. Um, Nick, sorry, sorry, Chris, I'm, I, I appreciate where you're coming on because you before we became very, very shite. They did, yeah, but that album did. signing off is in my top ten albums of all time. It is just of its time. Madame Medusa was a brilliant tirade against Thatcherism, um, and King, where are your people now? Signing off is just. It's just one of the best albums, and it's it's of its time, but it hasn't dated. Did that and have Rat in the Kitchen it. on it? No, that's, that's rubbish. <laughs> I can't be that good, can it? Can't be that good, can it? Look, I you know I, I think that's absolutely absolutely a fair point, Nick. And a lot of there are a lot of albums that are of their time. Like I'm sure, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of the stuff I like, you guys wouldn't like because you know you were at a different stage of your lives when you heard it and you know i mean yeah i, I can completely appreciate that um you know and i'll be honest I, it's it's not from an era of you before your experience if you imagine my age you know I, we'd have to imagine it it's 34 um it's the actual age <laughs> um, but then, if you give jelly's due at least he hasn't picked a song off an advert yeah exactly ben um but we know we'll, 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 we'll have we'll have we'll have we'll have you you're going on about about some of the, the bad stuff they did you know um you know grooving don't slow down and stuff like that they're, they're epic tunes mate i mean uh, the only other thing i'd say about ub40 is they probably are the best covers band ever for me if they weren't covers then if they hadn't have covered i, I they, disagree well no I listen disagree. just no hear me, hear me out labor and love labor of love one and two virtually all covers had they written those, they would have been two completely epic albums. I had this conversation with Danny Topley earlier because Danny loves reading. There's nothing about reggae that he don't know. But honestly, it just, it really, for me, it just, it just, it sums up my youth. Um, you know, and, and the other thing as well, I mean, UB40 as well. It, it, you know, it was named after an unemployment card, and that would, you know, back in back in the, in the early eighties, you know, unemployment was massive. Um, I just everything about them was, was sort of. But, you know, so we we all, eh? So it was reggae, massive in in the eighties. Well, it's it's still massive now, but it's it's just you know there are a lot of people that that break up music. You know, I know there's a a fair amount of of, uh, of black friends of mine that would never listen to UB40. You know, purely because it was a white guy singing it. Um, and then I know I've got other black friends that would never listen to to Bob Marley because he bought uh, reggae to the white masses. You know, it, music becomes political. Um, well, racially political when when you when you break it down. But for me, they they introduced me to to reggae and and, and it's gone on and on for me. And and the more that I hang about with people like Danny, the more he introduces me to to stuff that you know. He just he, he just emails me certain yeah. links and says, "Listen to this," and and I just love it. But it, like so I say, it's your area. It speaks to you. So you know, <coughs> it, well, it does. Yeah. But it but it should you know it should cross every every single you know it goes goes right away back to to to. Uh, um, to, to you know, slavery days. You know, it's uh, got, got a bit serious for a moment here, haven't we? But yeah, um, but I know Nick wants to wants to chip yeah, in there. Uh, a point from Mister Palace Man in the chat room, wholeradio.net slash chat said, uh, "You before we made labour and love, just so that the old reggae artists could uh, get paid as they made no money originally. A little bit like David Bowie did with um, one of his albums that he included a lot of Iggy Pop tracks on, so that Iggy Pop Iggy Pop was a bit skint. So David Bowie did his mate a favour by." Um, getting him some money in but um you before that that signing off is a good album you you talk about the unemployment you had the track one in ten um yeah, and um i'm trying to think of that other track where they um where they they go on about 
not being proud to be British because of uh, colonialism. What's that track, Joe? Let's not. Uh, well, obviously, you know. <laughs> if, you, if you don't know, he's scared. He's scared. If you don't know the, um, no, it's more that if you don't know something, it's but probably it, not best to sit. Like, What's that thing? Oh, do you remember that thing? I don't know. It, it was, was kind thing? of oh, around. Just, that, yeah. It was kind of around the time that Two Tone was coming through as well. So you did get a lot of the scar. You had madness. You had the specials coming through. Elvis Costello was breaking through then. So there was a lot of good music coming out. Music, around musical that time. youth. And um, <laughs> there's um, also Dexy's Midnight Runners. That don't, uh, that first Dexy's Midnight Runners album. That is one of the best albums going as well. Album. But, if, but um, Albert, Albert, sorry, can I just go just saying about the specials? I mean, did, again, another epic bands um, for for years now. As long as I could uh, download the tracks to my phone, you know, a message to you, Rudy's been my, been my, and I, I wanted to choose that. I really did. But you, you said to us, choose one record. So from everything that I've ever liked in my entire life, I've, I chose what I chose. Mm. Um, let's have some other people speaking now. Um, well, first, Albert, let's have a reaction from you. You mentioned, actually, you mentioned Musical Youth there. Past the Duchy is probably all I know about that one. But um, That's all you need to know. It is, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Um, ben, what was, I mean, you know, you, you, what was your view on you before you there? You've got to have a, let's have a young person's view on it, and then we'll, uh, we'll go to a question from a listener that I've got. The last ten minutes has just passed me by, really. I don't actually have a clue what's going on. Do you think you should? Um, well, that song w- was um, was okay. I mean, that would Jill probably hate that I said that. I, pr- I preferred it to to Pixies, which uh, Je- which oh, you'll hate. Dear God, someone get rid of Ben. So, like, <laughs> moving on. Um, Moose got in touch earlier on and said he wanted want to know the panel's view on one person they put in Room One Hundred One. You know, what Room One Hundred One is everyone. Yes. Uh, from home, from Homesdale Online, if you had the power. Uh, mine would be Ben Nagel, who uh, just dissed the Pixies. Um, mine would be Nick Gusset. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't spend too much time on it these days um, because of this thing that we're doing. Not this particular thing, but the, the, the Homesdale radio. Does it keep you, keep, keep you objective? Yeah, I think so. I think I probably <clears throat> um, find myself you know, getting wound up and, you know, but it's, it's, it, the thing is, it's a great site to, to sort of read every now and then for me now, because, um, cause you can get a real, you know, breadth of opinion from, from the fans, but we don't really want to talk about, um, palace or football. We're not really allowed to do that. And I don't spend any time in general talk. So I'm kind of stuck, but, uh, anyone got, I know let's not have a, anyone you hate off of Homesdale kind of thing. I know there's certainly a few people that you guys would put in, uh, particularly you, Joe. <laughs> Yeah, I put my stalker in there. Yeah, you probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Danny. Me. sorry, Danny H has just said in the uh, chat room his favourite band is Busted. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> love, it. Good, <laughs> love it, good lad. Yeah, yeah, well done, mate. Um, I think. Do you know what? I think um, ne- next up, I'll, I, I think we will go to another track. We are due to have the quiz, and that's what Albert's going to host. I think we will do it to uh, to end the show. But let's. Um, I'm not going to go with Ben's. I think we should go straight away with Nick's, but the producer may disagree with me. This will either be Nick's or Ben's choice. And there we go. Uh, Nick, do you want to let everyone know what... I think you said what on earth that was. I, you know, I actually was quite genuine. I enjoyed that. Uh, what, uh, that was, um, was that? the the from the oh, album yeah. Soul Mining called This Is The Day. It does sound dated, but mm. I, I chose it because I, I had my first shag to that song. Hey, there we go. Wow. First shag songs. Uh, that's, a, that's an entire other topic for another day. But um, During that I, song or during like the first verse? You know, no, just now. Oh, oh. For seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was done by the intro. <laughs> no, it, it does, to be fair, it does sound a bit dated. But that's um, the only reason that was chosen was because uh, Mikey wouldn't play Oi Born Dig Up Yours. Yeah. By yeah. X-Ray Specs. That's a great song. Well, listen, you know, it's all about uh, in- enjoying everyone else's choices, I suppose. It's, it's of its time for me. You yeah. Know, no, I can understand. I can understand the, uh, the memory. I did it. No, I'm going to stop anyway, myself. It was. Would you believe at the time it was critically acclaimed and, and Matt Johnson played all the instruments on that. I don't think at the same time. Somebody mentioned the sounds like somebody busking <laughs> down the tube station at midnight, which they wouldn't play for Jed either. And um, a quick game has said in the chat room that Gusset ain't a virgin. Well, I never. 
<laughs> what do you think, quick game? I've got three kids because the missus got in the bath after I did. I think that's how it works, isn't it? It's a stalk involved. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I had a mate who absolutely, absolutely loved the, the um, but he used to proclaim it repeatedly when drunk, and it became really annoying. So, uh, I'm not, I'm not he, lumping you in with him, but Sean Hughes actually came up with a funny about them that um, Matt Johnson refused to play, not refused to play uh, gigs in Ireland because he didn't want people to say, "Did you go to the gig last night?" It's good, like it. Um, we did get a question in from uh, Ben Fleury, who said on the subject of music, um, if you could see any singer live who has died, who would it be and why? His would be Elvis. Um, I won't go into it, but mine would, would be to see uh, Nirvana, obviously fronted by Kurt Cobain, who shot himself at their absolute peak. I'd have, I'd have loved that back in the day. I never did. He, did. did he shoot himself? Oh, well, that's, I've read the books, and yes, he did shoot What do himself. you think? Oh, okay. Yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> nicely <did>. surmised. <laughs> um, what do you reckon, Joe? Nick, Ben? I'd like to see. I've seen them live already many years ago. I've seen them live two or three times. It's um, Ian Jury. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at his last ever gig. Really? I was at his wake. Oh. Where was his last it? ever gig, Ben? <laughs> uh, Matthew? It was in. It was at the uh, London Palladium, two thousand and one or something. Phil yeah. Jupiter was really pissed, and he came up to me and my. Uh, I was with my dad and my brother, and our, like we don't know him. Like he just came up and asked us if we'd seen his mum, which is quite a hard question to answer when you don't know what <laughs> Phil Jupiter's mum looked like. I can imagine. <laughs> it's a bit like jail. I mean, you've got. It's, you know, really, it's, it's Phil Jupiter. You've got to answer him. What did you say? I, I, I can't remember. I think, but I think it was the kind of thing he was asking the question whilst already walking away. So we don't think we even got a chance to put in a repost. Yeah. But Kirsty McCall was the support as well. She died oh, shortly wow. after as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tragic. That I've got, I got a little anecdote about Kirsty McCall. Cool. Uh, my cousin's friend Dave Webster, when they all when we all lived in Addit and Selston, he went out of her. Just that is a little story. That is a little <laughs> anecdote. That's just one I'm of just... the smallest anecdotes I've ever heard. No, that, that was it. it. That was it. That's what he's, he's claimed to fame. Well done, um, um, Ben. You um, didn't ask me who I'd like to see. I know because you said something else, but we'll come Elvis. back. Elvis, you're still there. Elvis, you're same as Ben. Yeah. Uh, lo- do love a bit of Elvis. Um, there's that whole thing about his early career being so much better than his later career and all that sort of stuff. And obviously, by the Vegas years, uh, you know he was slightly shaky. But even his last song, "Way Downs," uh, I, I really enjoyed. But you know, I, I, well, I don't know. I really love the cheesy stuff that Elvis does as well. I, all of it, all of it's good for me. You know. But anyway, um, yeah. Ben, Queen. I'm just going. I've kept talking about them all show, but yeah, it would be them. Yeah, someone's uh, mm. been taken by Queen. No, they're a great, great band. Like I said, um, I really Not literally, one, one of them. Taken by a Queen is. <laughs> really, I'm not sure. A whole different topic. Is that acceptable? I don't know. Um, Danny H has got in touch and said Bob Marley. Great. Yeah, he's up there actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, that like Queen are an interesting one. They were one of the first bands I got into. Actually, the first band I got into was Aha. That's, that dates me. Um, they're still alive. They are still alive. I'm not saying this is a new new part. This is a new I think, dead as a, I think they're dead as a yeah, concert. Yeah. Do you know they once performed a concert as th- I think there was three three of the members performed <laughs> one concert, but three separate concerts. If you know what I mean, they each played. I don't think they played each their part of the song. Like the bassist didn't come out and play the bass parts from an album but they yeah they put on three separate gigs and it was like aha well the guys from aha playing their solo stuff but yeah, they don't even come on and do a mega mix at the end no no i think they hate each other that much um ben, ben did you see did you go and see we will rock you uh i i have seen it yeah it's very very good i've seen a oh, few uh few tributes as well yeah yeah. It's over now, isn't it? They they finished it. Quite yeah, it's finished. Yeah, I, I was a bit like, oh, Ben Elton's involved in it, and I haven't liked anything he's done for a long, long time. But I kind of gutted I never went because just I genuinely love love Queen. They're a great, but great band. But I can point you in the direction of a very, very good Queen tribute band. Um, I did some. I, I try. I tried to self fund a documentary on tribute bands and a festival called Glaston Budget, which you should all go to, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, and you tried, was, Albert. You tried. Well, I'm. I'm. I, yeah. Are you doing it? I, I dedicated months of my life. No, this was years ago. I tried to do it. BBC Three didn't like it. Um, so go fuck yourselves, BBC Three. Uh, <laughs> but there's an amazing tribute, uh, Queen tribute act called Mercury. Um, and whilst this festival's quite, um, it's quite. You know, it's a proper outdoor festival. Three, three days, big stage, whatever. Um, I was waiting backstage, and when I say backstage, I mean in a porter cabin. 
uh, <laughs> waiting to interview Lee, who is who plays Freddie in this um, tribute act, and he was a bit he was a bit diva-ish. He was like, "Can we do the interview after?" But you know, like any keen journalist, Ben, huh? Like hanging around. Um, <laughs> took a little look through the the door to the, what was the dressing room, and again, I must stress, it was a porter cabin, empty with like a partition wall with a little glass door in i could see someone and i've got footage of it i'll put it on the internet uh of him sitting down leaning over leaning on his knees while someone had some sort of shaker um shaking a black powder onto his head to cover up his little bald spot <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing and it kind of killed it for me to be honest yeah i mean yeah i mean yeah yeah I you couldn't ho- he sounds exactly like him but i just kept thinking he's he's got a little bit of black powder on his head yeah that is a just tragic story, really. You know, just, it is it's a roller, roller coaster of emotions as well. I'm you can, you can get spray on hair. I remember yeah. years and years ago, I worked worked in a plastics factory in Wokingham. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've had more jobs. In, did and you get? Did you... There was this bloke who had spray on hair. I was convinced he had spray on hair, and I wanted to ask him, but it was so fucking hard. I didn't. And I never to this day know, but it looked like it was spray on air and he'd use some sort of comb. You know, like the top of a chocolate cake where they use that comby thing to give it that, that oh, groove. Dear. His head the looked mu- like that. The music industry, has some, I, I, I did some door work for a company called Chop Em Out up in Notting Hill for a long, long time ago. And, um, and one night, it was, it was a music editing company, and uh, one night they had a, a load of people invited. And I remember this fella coming down, and he was about six foot five, and I, I can assure you this. He had cylindrical hair that was about two feet high, sprayed green, and he had the most amazing two women on each, one on each arm. And I just thought to him, if he's saying to do with music, he must be the luckiest fella in the world. Anyway, I turned around to my friend Avi, who owned the, the company. I said, "How lucky is he?" He went, "Yeah, they're just decoration, mate. He likes geezers." <laughs> that was it. But he when just you said he had a bird on each arm. I thought you meant he might be some sort of puppeteer. <laughs> but, I'm but enjoying he... the way Joe's stories are ending. They're just really sudden. Just, that was it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying not to be. <laughs> trying not to be PC. too. That's what I'm trying to do, not to offend anyone. That's all right, Joe. People understand that you're, from, you know, you're from a certain time where you know words were expressed a certain way, and I can uh, vouch for the fact that Joe is, uh, is no, not prejudiced in any way. He's a stand-up citizen. There you go, Joe. Wasn't nice Thank of me. Thank you. It will be um, stand up if your sofa don't arrive. <laughs> <laughs> don't. That's a joke about something that the listeners don't know about. Oh, oh yeah. So annoying. Private S- joke. 17 weeks for my sofa. 17 weeks for a sofa. Yes. My, I'm going to miss a season, you know that. This, my sofa will miss the spring. You're listening to Homestow Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Text in if your sofa is taking too long as well. I don't know. I don't honestly know how long a sofa is. And let's let's not talk about sofas because it just feels wrong, wrong in so many ways. Swing. It's a shade long wait. <laughs> oh, I was just saying I'm waiting for Nick to do a pun, and I think I'm still waiting. In all Didn't honesty, yeah. You know, um, Danny H said, "If your sofa's missing spring, you need to send it back." <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, Danny's done well. He'll have to come on instead of you, Nick. I think. Um, I think I think it is definitely time we um, well we've got we've got Ben's song to go and and some little bit of chat after that as well. I do think we're going to bin this quiz uh, because and do it another time. And we, we've enjoyed this, but if everyone gets in touch and absolutely hates it, we'll uh, we'll probably not do it again. But uh, you know, hopefully it's been entertaining for some people. But Ben, uh, do you want to introduce your choice or talk about it after? Let's talk about it after. Just uh, we'll bring after. bring people back to normality. All right. with the show. All of our contact details can be found at holradio.net forward slash contact.
Okay, uh, that will be, be us back. We had two, two, yeah, two tunes there. One from Ben, one from Albert. And uh, let's start with you, Ben. What did you choose and why? Uh, that was George Ezra Barcelona. And it's a tune. And that is, that is very modern, isn't it? Very, very modern. It's his latest, latest one, isn't it? Has um, he released it as a single? He, is it he hasn't album released it. No, it's, just a, it's an album track. It's got uh, an album French. track as well. Ridiculous. Um, you know, you're, you're a big fan of George Ezra, right? Uh, yeah, massive, yeah. yeah. Can I explain why I have a slight problem with them? I actually enjoyed that, that song a bit, and I'll give Nick, Joe, and Albert a chance to, to give some feedback before we talk about Albert's song. But can I say why I have a problem with George Ezra? Go on. Now, you, you, I hope, I'm not sure everyone will, will know, but his, his, would you say his breakthrough single was Budapest, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, by It's been mind. played an awful lot. If you, you probably know it, but if, you, if you heard it, if you don't, is that immediately the Dippy Dippy Dumb one? It is, yeah, it is, oh. yeah, that one, yeah. Now, um, I just want to quick. I'm, I'm a big believer in the, the, the lyrics within the song really matter. Um, so if, I, if I, I'm not going to sing it, I'll just give you the start. It's, it starts with my house in Budapest, my hidden treasure chest, golden grand piano, my beautiful Castillo. Right. So what he's done there is he's, he's talked about his house in Budapest and the fact it's a hidden treasure chest. I believe that's a metaphor. Um, it's not. He doesn't actually have a treasure chest as well. So he, and then he's, he's told you about his grand piano that's golden and his. Um, is Castillo, which is a Spanish wardrobe. Um, okay. And then in the next verse he talks about his acres of a land. Okay. And then he says that he's achieved them. I mean, that's not good grammar. You don't achieve acres of a land, do you? But anyway, um, but then later on, he lists all that, sings a bit, and then he goes, um, my many artifacts, the list goes on. Well, I mean, Many artifacts. Well, let's go through them. He's got Isn't a golden poetic license, Chris. He's he's got wait. He's got a golden grand piano, right? I, I suppose we can call that an artifact. A beautiful Castillo. Okay, land. Not an artifact, is it? And I mean, yeah, it's a list. He talks about a list. It's a list in the short. It's the shortest possible list, isn't it? It's two things. Two things is the shortest list you can really have. You can have one thing on a list, but then it's just a thing, isn't it? I knew a bloke that... with one leg shorter than the other who had a list. Yay! <laughs> Come on, Chris, you're boring him in the chat room. You're not a dictionary, they said. Um, ben, I feel sorry for you, mate. No disrespect to him, but where's all the cutting-edge music that we had when we were younger? Where, where are the people coming from? It was quite a nice tune, but to be perfectly honest, Bon Eva was doing that sort of thing four or five years ago, and he was about 20 times better. And then you go on about this Ed Sheeran, and all right, one or two tracks, but they're, they're very, very similar. Um, where, where's the edgy, the edginess? It's all a bit safe, it's all a bit nice, it's all a bit advert-friendly, isn't it? Can I just, uh, in Ben's defence, I'll let Ben speak, but in Ben's defence, people were probably saying that about the music you were listening to when you were young. Oh, this modern rubbish, all that sort of thing. And you're just repeating the same mistakes, although I, in George Edwards' case. No, I was listening to Buddy Ollie. I love Buddy Ollie, he's great. Go on, Ben. Defend yourself. Damn it. Well, um, well, yeah, there, there is edgy stuff around that I listen to. I just thought I'd, uh, I'd treat the listeners to something that they probably wouldn't have heard because it is just an album track. And, uh, yeah, I thought I'd go for something a little bit different. What's wrong with a nice, soft little tune? Albert, what did you choose? I chose the Doobie Brothers, What a Fool Believes. I think you got... It doesn't get edgier than that. <laughs> exactly. I thought you got a genuine, positive response from Jen and Nick on that, which is... Something well, there you go. Show. You know, I'm, I'm, I float between the generations, don't I? I'm, I'm, I'm appealing to to um, Statler and Mordoff up, up above us, and you know, and the younger kids probably dug it a little bit as well. Dug it, uh, dug Ben. It. What did you, what did you think of that track? Um, yeah, I liked it. I liked it actually. Yeah. There you go. Well, Albert has chosen a track that everyone enjoyed because I liked it. Doobie Brothers well. at top. Michael yeah. McDonald, isn't it? Is it Michael McDonald? It is Michael McDonald. Yeah. Mikey and, didn't um, like it. Michael McDonald, that uh, Warren Warren G and uh, Nate Dog regulate. That was a Michael McDonald track they sampled there, wasn't it? Now there's that a is a top tune. Yeah, just hit the tune. east side of the Elvis. Yeah, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> we should have had um, Mr. Warren G. Let's have some Snoop Dogg next time, Chris. Yeah, no, seriously, I love that. I love that tune as well. Regulate is it's amazing. Proper but, tune, um, We're getting some. See, we're getting some great ideas now. This we, we've got through this show, lads. We've done well. Quizzes, quizzes uh, postponed for now. Sorry to anybody who's disappointed no. by that. But, but uh, yeah, I know, I know. But we've been on an hour and 12 minutes and i hate all of you now oh, no that's fun. that's unfair it has flown by we've i've, I've genuinely enjoyed it and um i say hopefully some people have nick you do want to speak quickly but you have spoken a lot so make this shot 
two things in the chat room. I'm, I'm the mouthpiece of the chat room, mate. That's why I'm speaking so much. You're something piece. A quick game, good. Um, he says, all I can see is cod piece all the time. <laughs> can I, um, uh, Russ Conway or Mrs. Mills says a quick game too. Good bit of piano playing there. And um, Danny H said um, the best rap album in the last 20 years is The Chronic by Dr. Dre. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a quality album, yeah. Absolutely amazing. Well, listen, I'm really, um, hopefully, in, in, we do this again, uh, we can get some more direct input from listeners play the songs that they want to hear as well and uh, and get them to talk about them that'd be that'd be good so obviously it was the first try at this um you know like a like a proper radio show you know um so um yeah thank you for those of you that listened obviously those of you download on the podcast we will obviously have to clip the songs out of it but there'll be enough in there for you to go and search them out and find out what it was we were talking about um yeah obviously we are back with our proper show on sunday uh, at 8 p.m., we'll be talking about the hopeful, hopeful victory against Burnley, uh, amongst other things. So, thank you for joining us. Uh, thanks to everyone else who, all, all, all you presenter types. Thanks for your time today. Goodbye. Bye. 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 It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.